It, it's good to see everyone so chatty. If you don't mind uh, finding your seats again. Well, welcome everybody. My name is Mark Rumsby. I, I'm part of the congregation here, the church. And uh, today is CAP Sunday. CAP stands for Christians Against Poverty. And I'll be telling you a bit about that. But did you know God has a heart for the poor? There are over 200 references in the Bible to the poor and to poverty. It seems to me God tackles that on two levels. On the one level, he stands out for justice for those who are poor because of injustice. And, and throughout the Bible, there's a theme of God's justice. And in the Old Testament, the prophets are railed against injustice in society. And in the New Testament, James talks about injustice in the church. So the poor are lifted up through justice. But there's a much greater way in which God supports the poor. He comes to be with the poor. And we're going to be reading about an instant from the Old Testament. But you only have to think of Jesus in the New Testament. He was born into a poor family. They were so poor they could only afford a couple of birds for a sacrifice instead of a lamb. He grew up as a, a carpenter's son. And in the New Testament, the church was always being urged to support the poor. And it has ever since. And Christians Against Poverty is a national charity, and as the name suggests, we are trying to tackle elements of poverty. So it has four main ministries in that respect. Debt centres, who are helping people in debt. Job clubs, who are helping people get into work. Life skills, which is all about teaching people healthy eating, living, spending money well, forming good relationships. And release groups, which are all about helping people out of addictions. In addition to that, CAP has designed and runs a money course, which we're privileged to be able to do in this church too, which is for anybody, not just for those who are poor. So I'm here this morning talking about debt. I am the Alton Debt Centre Manager for Christians Against Poverty, we have been running in Alton for three years, so this is a celebration of what God has done for the poor over three years. But I'm starting to, by going back to the Old Testament, and there's a, a story in 2 Kings, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to chapter 4, about a prophet called Elisha and a widow who was poor. So 2 Kings chapter 4, I'll read the seven verses that this story is told in. One day, the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, My husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord, but now a creditor has come, threatening to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you, Elisha asked. Tell me, what do you have in the house? Nothing at all, 
except a flask of olive oil, she said. And Elisha said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her, and she filled one after another. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, Now sell the olive oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on what is left over. So the first thing I see about this is that this woman was desperately poor. She only had a flask of olive oil. That was all she had. And she was in debt. We don't know exactly why she got into debt, but we do know that her husband died. So it's perfectly possible that her husband got into debt and she was left with it. And we see that a lot in CAP. We see broken relationships where especially the men have gone away and left the woman with debt. Even if she got into debt after he died, it really wasn't her fault. She was a widow. She couldn't earn a living very, very well. And she fell into debt. And the thing at CAP is we just never make judgments about why people got into debt. Was it their own fault? Was it somebody else? Was it just circumstances? It doesn't matter. People are in debt and they need to get out of it. She was a single mum. Some of you here may be single mums. You know how hard it is to be a single mum trying to bring your children up well without a partner. And the bailiffs were at the door. These men were prepared to take away her sons as slaves and that would have released her from the debt. But that wasn't an option she wanted and nobody would want that. We do get situations where the bailiffs are at the door. They're threatening to take away possessions and we try and support people and prevent that from happening. So, in CAP, in Alton, over three years, we've had, in fact, now over 80 inquirers. Some of those inquirers are men, some are women, some are couples. In total, over 100 adults, plus 65 children. And if you want to feel of that, downstairs in the prayer room, there is a prayer board and little representations of the people that we've seen or helped. And it's quite a community. It's you know, a sizable number of people in this town and the surrounding villages. Nearly two-thirds of them, the pink slice here, are women, single women. And single women, I think, are particularly vulnerable. Many are in despair. We get a lot who are just 
so anxious that they can't think properly. I saw a lady just this week, and she said, all my envelopes are in that cupboard and downstairs on the, on the um, stairs in the hallway. I don't open them. Just can't face the bills. And their real fear is, as I say, the bailiffs coming, or if they're in debt to their landlord or the housing association, that they will repossess the house. They'll be kicked out of the house, and they could become homeless. So I can really identify with this woman that Elisha met. She was desperate. So what do we do? Well, when people contact us, and they only have to phone the 0800 number that's on that banner, they arrange, our CAP headquarters arrange for us to go into people's homes, and this is something quite unique that we do. So we, initial visit, we say there's a solution ahead, and there always is, if people are prepared to work with us. There's always a solution. And we tell them that their creditors can be told to work with us, CAP, rather than with them directly, and that's a great relief. By the second visit, we give them envelopes, white envelopes, where they can put all their bills in and send them off to CAP, so they don't even have to address them. CAP works on their behalf with the creditors, and that's an enormous relief. But the other thing we do on our first visit, at the end of the visit, is we pray for them. We ask if we can pray for them, most people say yes, about one in five maybe says no, but most say, yeah, that's okay. And by praying with people, God's presence comes into people's houses. Sometimes it's quite tangible. The relief just comes over people's faces. And at the end of the first visit, they say, often, I feel so relieved. We come back about... A week later for a fact-find visit, Elisha said to the woman, what do you have in the house? He did an inventory. It wasn't much. It was just a flask of oil. But we do that inventory. We say, what are you earning? What assets have you got? What are your expenses? What are your debts? And this takes an hour and a half or two hours because we really go into detail. And we collect all the paperwork we need to to evidence that so that we're quite sure of the exact amounts. And we send it to our head office, and our head office assesses that and comes back with a solution. Now, Elisha's solution was rather special. But it did involve them doing some work. She and her sons had to get the jars together, they also had to exercise some faith in this ridiculous thing of pouring one flask of oil into jar after jar after jar after jar, and the oil kept going. Now, that took some trust. In a kind of similar way, we, we don't use jars and oil, but <laughs> we do come up with a plan, and it's a plan to get somebody out of debt and it may take months, it may take years, but the key thing is they have to work on it. They have to actually put money into the plan monthly. 
And as we do so, it builds up in what, what we call a cap plan, and it is their money which we as a charity are using to deal with their creditors. So that's what we do. We present a solution to them on, on the third visit. In some cases, we have to get them in, in what's called an insolvency route because they are so poor, they will never be able to repay that way. But either way, there is a solution. The other thing we do for them, for our friends, is to bless them, if we can, with material things. So sometimes we've had people without white goods, without furniture or needing a new mattress or something like that. Um, food, we work with a food bank, if people are, are really short of food, to, to get food to them. And at Christmas... Um, we put hampers together, and, and I, I've got a wonderful team. Last Christmas, we put 16 hampers together and delivered them to uh, needy families. So the solution is financial, but it's also trying to bless them in practical ways. And the woman did as she was told. And this is the key. Some of our people we get as inquirers don't go along with it. But many do, and she did. And that's when the miracle occurred. And what happened was that she could pay off her debts. For our clients, it may take weeks, months, years. But there is a complete solution. And like this woman, she could see God's hand at work through Elisha and we pray that people will see God's hand at work through us in CAP what's happened for those 80 inquirers over 3 years praise God 15 the blue bar at the bottom have got free of debt so hallelujah they're in a better place financially 23 are being helped on that journey at present. They're paying into what, what we call the cap plan and will get free of debt if they carry on. Six are just starting and we're going through the process with them. And others have opted out for various reasons. So we rejoice. Three years and uh, we're helping 44 people, 44 families or have helped them. And God is working. But... Beside that, God is doing even greater miracles because at least 13 adults and one child, to my knowledge, have made a commitment or a recommitment to Jesus Christ because of CAP, because of our contact. So praise God. Let's, let's give God a warm hand for that. How does that happen? Well, as I mentioned, we do pray with people if they're, they're happy for us to. We do uh, try to share the gospel message. We'll invite them to events where the gospel is, is explained. We have some free holidays which we can send people on after they've been working with us for a while, which are short breaks where, again, the gospel is explained. Or we invite them on Alpha or some other means. But all sorts of means 
God is bringing people to himself. Praise God. Um, next thing I want to do is just show you an independent uh, money advisor's assessment of CAP. This man, Martin Lewis, is not a Christian as far as I know, but he is the most trusted money advisor in the country because he has a program on, uh, I think it's ITV or Channel 4, called The Money Program. And if I can get this working, he will tell you all. I would define debt crisis in a number of ways. One of them is not being able to make your minimum repayments. Another is having unsecured debts that are bigger than a year's after-tax salary. And the third is, well, they mean you can't sleep at night. Now, if you've got debts and you want someone to functionally help you sort them out, there are many great non-profit debt counselling agencies out there that will sit down with you and do the functional role of helping you. But if you're struggling emotionally too, if you can't cope with the situation that you're in, never mind cope with the finance, so there's an emotional crisis as well as a debt crisis, that's where Christians Against Poverty are superb. Because what they'll do is they'll send someone to you face to face. And that person won't just go through your debts, they'll hold your hand, whether metaphorically or literally. So the feedback I get from people who I've sent to Christians Against Poverty, and I do, is quite simple. The biggest message is, I finally slept last night. So that's an independent advisor's assessment. I now want to introduce someone who will give a bit of a first-hand assessment, uh, a good friend of ours who's part of a congregation here, Ollie. So if you don't mind coming up, Ollie. Yeah. So, well done, Ollie. It was a very brave thing to do, this, to stand in front of you lot. <laughs> Ollie, um, tell us a bit of your background, where you grew up, and how you came to hear about, how you came to be in debt, first of all. Yeah. Well, um, I grew up in um, Alton, and uh, I've been in there, been in Alton most of my life. Um, I was in debt. Uh, basically, because uh, uh, I have a, a, an illness, a haemophilia, so it's very hard to uh, get a job. Uh, I have uh, four kids, and it's very hard work um, to support them. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's how it was basically. Um, and I um, was going to the uh, CAB a lot. And this uh, lady called Jill, she uh, introduced me to uh, Christians Against Poverty. Yeah, so COB, for those who don't know, is Citizens Advice Bureau, and we work with them closely. So, um, yeah, she told you about CAP. Um, was it you or your, your ex-partner who made the call? Did you, did you phone us up? Do you remember? Or was I believe um, I phoned up and... Um, Asked you various questions and uh, you offered to help and uh, and come round. Yeah. So Ollie was living with his ex-partner at the time and had kids with him. So we dealt with them as a family, but they subsequently broke up. Um, 
What did you think about CAP, you know, and our approach and so on? Well, first of all, I was very um, sceptical, um, you know, because uh, it takes a lot. The first, um, your, your, your first move uh, is, um, is your scariest one, making that phone call and letting them in your home. Uh, once they came into my home, um, it just felt right and a very warming. They they spoke to you normally, um, and from I'd say the minute they came to my door, I felt as if something was going to be done. Something was right. Okay. And so we did get you onto a journey out of debt. Uh, you're not completely there yet but how how's it feel now that you are on a journey out of debt it's a lovely feeling um i was uh very worried sleepless nights um very depressed um just worried for my family what what i was gonna do from one day to the next wondering when um, you know, I was going to get milk or anything like that. Okay. So it's it's sleeping at night now. Uh, I'm, I'm getting better. At it. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> Not better. Quite, yeah, keep praying for it. <laughs> yeah, but on the financial side, you're you're less worried. Oh, very much so. It's like um, a weight is lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. It's it was. Great. Yeah, from the from the first time that that you came in. And I knew that you could help. You said you could help. It was like a, a ton of weight was just lifted off my shoulders. Oh, that's great. Yeah, great. Okay, so after that, we invited you on an alpha course. What did you think about that? Well, <laughs> alpha course. Well, you, you invited me on a, an alpha course at your home. And I was very, very sceptical at the time. I thought, well... I would go, just do the polite thing, and I'd probably just go and go for the day and that'd be it. So off I go to, to Mark's and Ruth's house and um, with uh, a few others that were there. Uh, had a lovely tea, and then we uh, got to talking. Um, and then... From the first day there, it was really welcoming. And then Mark started talking about Jesus and we were watching DVDs. And uh, I had more questions than answers. And from that first day, I just wanted to know more. So uh, that's when I kept going. Mm. Mm. And then there was a Holy Spirit day, yeah, on the course at uh, Trevor and Hillary's house. So tell us about that. Yeah, uh, I had the Holy Spirit day and I found God on that day. It was really, it was one of the most best, best days of my life, apart from my kids being born, obviously. <laughs> but as soon as I found God... 
it was this overwhelming feeling that came over me. It was like I just walked around the garden and I had to stand in a corner and just think, is this real? And it was like all my sins and emotions all were going up and all the good stuff was coming to me. It was like I want to cry and, um, Hallelujah. and smile yeah. at the same time. It was a mixture of emotions. It's something you can't really explain until you've, you've actually found God. But um, yes, now I've found God, it's, it's helped me a lot. And if I never found God and Mark and Ben and Murray, Marie, um, I wouldn't be here today. And just lastly, Ollie, um, what difference has Jesus coming into your life made in your, in your life that you've, you've found different nowadays? Oh, it's definitely made me a better person. Um, before, I was very, very shy. Uh, I couldn't hardly talk to people. Uh, I feel as if I can communicate with people a lot more. I can talk to them downtown, shake their hands. Um, I... Since I've prayed a lot and, and stuff, um, I used to be a really bad drinker, so I've stopped that now. Stopped like that for, I don't know, it's about six months now, and still, still on the mend, but getting through it. Um, it's just made me happier, more calmer. I can speak to people. Um, it's made me a better person all round. Thank you, Ollie. That was a really shy person <laughs> who was able to tell us about Jesus. Thank you so much, Ollie. So, just moving on a little bit, I would appeal for you folks to get involved with the poor, whether it's neighbours, whether it's people that you meet with, or whether it's in an organised group like CAP, Food Bank, Town Pastors, One Way. God wants us involved with the poor. Uh, I have this great team, wonderful team, helping with the debt work. Uh, We have Brian on the front row, who is a a debt coach. We have many others who are what we call befrienders, who go with us on visits. We always need two people on a visit. Uh, We have people involved in blessings, actually, providing material things. We have a social team that Mari leads that puts on events. And we have a community links coordinator, I can never say that, community links coordinator who uh, makes contact with our agencies and fosters publicity. So I just want to honour this team because I could certainly do almost nothing on my own None of us can do anything without God, but it is the team that has really blessed me. So if you're involved in the Cap Debt team in any way, could you please just stand up if you are able, uh, or wave your hands, Ruth, if you're not. <laughs> but all the others, could you just stand up? Could we um, just acknowledge these folks? They're really, really great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
And I want to say, you guys, you're a real blessing. I, I love you, and you, you really function well as a team, and I, I love it. There's something special about team. So, there are possibilities, if you're interested, in joining the team in one of those roles and playing your part in cap debt. But I'll also mention a couple of other things. Firstly, we have the ability here to run a money course. Money course is a three-part course in budgeting, handling your money, making sure that there's enough days at the end of the money in the month. And uh, we have Roger here, Roger Parker, who's, who's a money coach. We would love to run this this autumn, September, October. We don't have anyone who is able to organize it. So if you're good at just putting out publicity, arranging things, we just need someone to organize it, and then it will happen. So please, if you'd like the money course to work, some of you have been on it, you know how helpful it is. It's good for anybody to go on, but we do need an organizer. So come and see me or... Roger, where are you, Roger? Yeah, there, in the, in the yellow shirt afterwards. And then two other things are on my heart. One is Borden, and we would love to extend our debt service into Borden. Currently, it's limited to GU34, which is Alton and Formarks. We need churches there to get on board, and then we can launch. So we are in dialogue with a couple of church plants there, and we're praying that come the new year, we will be able to help there. So if any of you live in Borden and are interested in helping, come and see me. There is also very much on my heart the idea of a cap release group. I mentioned earlier, these are groups that tackle controlling habits. So they may be as commonplace as smoking. I think about two-thirds of our clients smoke. Well, not only is smoking unhealthy, it's also a drain on money. And if you can kick that habit, you'll be healthier and better off. But there are all the other habits, all the other addictions that people fall, fall prey to. And CAP has this course and community approach um, involving one-to-one -one coaching as well. And I would love to get a release group going. Um, praying about it, we're, we're praying into it, but uh, again, if you had a desire to see people freed from addictions and would like to help in a release group, come and let me know. So, particular roles in the debt arena, we do need a new birthday blessings providing, provider. What we do is we try to send people cards and sometimes cakes on their birthday. Uh, if, if you fancied um, contributing like that by actually delivering cakes uh, and cards to our clients um, come and see me we need somebody we need people to distribute leaflets which means putting them in shops and pubs and that kind of thing not only in Alton but also the villages around if you could spare a couple of hours a month just touring around the villages or going into shops just asking if you can put leaflets or posters in the shops that would be great we need more prayer supporters. We've got 60 odd prayer supporters. If you're not praying for us and would like to, let me know. I send out prayer emails about every four weeks and we have a monthly prayer meeting too. But finally, um, we need 
life changes to support the charity Christians Against Poverty. Um, and I'm going to show you a video which kind of helps to explain why. Um, because Christians Against Poverty is growing and tackling new areas. And this year, Christians Against Poverty is particularly uh, focusing on the issues of mental illness. Because as I mentioned earlier, people in debt are often mentally ill in terms of being depressed or anxious. Sometimes they're mentally ill in other ways too. But it's just becoming more and more of a theme. And if you read the press, you'll see this, that mental illness is, as it were, growing in this country. So I'd just like to show you the, the cat video, if it'll work. It's dark, this place, oppressively dark. At sea, open waters, deep trouble. It drowns me. No one knows that I'm way out of my depth, that I'm in depth. Keep swimming, the shore can't be far. But I've been out here for days, or is it months, years? Alone. I am alone. That's the worst part, that no one knows. I never thought that would be me. I never thought I'd feel so weak. I never thought I would struggle to give my kids what they need, but they need, and I have nothing to give. If I blur out this ocean, this black, this blue, it hurts less. I feel less. My mind in tatters, gripped by anxiety. When was the last time I laughed, smiled? When was the last time I breathed? without taking in water. I just don't know what happened, how I got here, how I fell in, into the struggle of not eating, of ends not meeting, of hungry, of cold, of lonely, endlessly attacked by these waves of darkness and despair and devastation, of threats and guilt and accusation, of day after day, day after day, depression, rock bottom, wave after wave, does it never end? They're building and breaking, they're breaking, I'm breaking. I throw all my might into this one sound. Save me! 
save me. Quiet. What is this sound? I'm not sure I've heard it before. Stillness. What is it? I don't think I've ever felt like this. A hand reaches for me. You reached for me. You pulled me out of the water and wanted nothing in return. I felt warm in my skin, warmth in my soul. For the first time in years, I saw light. Brilliant light, like first thing in the morning, blazing the darkness, the end of the night. Unconditional support, inexhaustible kindness, a peace that surpassed all conceivable understanding. You saw me. You find me, you lift at me, and I breathed. At last. So that ended with an appeal to give to Christians Against Poverty, and I would encourage you to consider that. Um, why should you do that? Some people might point out that as a church we are already giving to Christians Against Poverty. Well, actually, we're kind of paying rather than giving. Um, our debt centre costs for a single centre like Alton, and we're 300 around the country, are around about £20,000 a year. Um, most of that is the CAP charity headquarters costs, but we also have a, a, a local budget for expenses. So Harvest Church does give about half of that to Christians Against Poverty uh, as part of our, our um, contribution. We also have Church of Good Shepherd partnering with us and, and making contribution. But the bulk of the remainder needs to be made by givers, who we call life changers. And there are 28,000 life changers around the country who are faithfully giving to CAP to support this work. We also, at CAP, get a little bit of money out of the credit industry, which is interesting. So I would encourage you to give on a personal level to help the debt work, but life changers are also needed to expand because CAP wants more debt centres. We need 500 rather than 300 around the country to, to, to cope with every town and city. I mentioned Borden. Borden is not covered. There are many, many pockets of the population that are not, we're not able to help. But equally, 
CAP is rolling out job clubs, release groups, life skills groups, and this all takes investment, it all takes money. So I would encourage you to give. Under your chairs, or under some of the chairs, there are little giving forms with um, pens. And if the Spirit is prompting you to play your part in this great work uh, financially, find one of those giving forms, fill it in, and bring it to the desk by the entrance afterwards, which uh, Brian and I will be there, and hand it in to us, and you can be a life changer, literally. You could also, if you're still wondering, come to a free fundraising meal in Camberley on the 14th of October. Uh, Again, ask Brian or me about it. We've got invitations for you. If you would like to come and perhaps bring other friends who might be interested in giving to CAP. So that's it, really. Please come and ask us questions. Uh, We have a free book, if you haven't read it already. Nevertheless, very inspiring book about the uh, founder of CAP and its history, John Kirkby. And um, it's all to give glory to God. You know, I started off saying, God has a heart for the poor. I can see it in what we do. I can see it across the country. God is working. So, hallelujah. Let's give praise for three years in Alton. Let's pray that it carries on. Let's pray for new faith ventures as well. Over to you.